Hello, Illini fans. Welcome to another edition of Kedge Recruiting Roundup. Today, is my guest is Tom Caker, a great friend of mine from Hawkeye Report, um, who covers the University of Iowa Athletics. This episode is brought to you by IlliniGuys.com. Tom, what an honor for you to be on my show tonight. I'm, I'm happy to have you here. I want to discuss uh, a lot of things tonight. Uh, one of the things is uh, Coach Brett Bielema. Um, he was a guy that went to Iowa, and he's now in Illinois, and how you think recruiting is going. You know, you've been around long enough to see Illinois struggle when it comes to recruits, and he's done a pretty good job so far of landing some quality kids and kids that usually to just traditionally go to Iowa and Illinois to have a chance with. And also just discuss what you think and how you think with USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten, how you think that's going to affect recruiting. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, I love doing this and love uh, chatting, talking, recruiting with you. Um, yeah, you can tell that Illinois has has picked up uh, in terms of the you know football football recruiting with with Bielma. You knew that it would because Bielma was uh, and, and uh, you know looking at at the players they're getting. Um, it fits because when Bielema was at Iowa, he was the first coach to go down to Florida and get Florida and he got really good players. He, you know, he got, uh, like guys like Abdul Hodge out of Florida, um, you know, CJ Jones, um, Brad Banks, guys like that. He was able to get out of the state of Florida in the early two thousands and, you know, looking over the list of players that he's. Recruiting to the 2023 class, I see a lot of Florida, and that's just that's Bielema having some contacts down there. And you knew that he was going to really kind of lock down the state and, and get some of the better players in the state of Illinois. Um, he's going to try and build a fence. Now that's hard to do, but um, and I think he might be you know a, a year away or two years away from really being able to do that to the extent that I think that he wants to mm -hmm. uh, just because I think he's probably got to win more, but you know uh, the, the Feagin kid was a kid that Iowa would probably get in the past and he went to Illinois. So a great example. A great you example. Know, he's, he's a kid who had a, had an offer. Um, you know, I look at like uh, TJ McMillan um, kid out of Wheaton that, you know, Iowa would have been involved with probably, and they were able to get him. So they're going to butt heads more on the recruiting trail. And I think that's going to be fascinating to watch. I'm glad you said that. I agree with you. What's hard though, Tom, is one of the things you mentioned, and it's the key word, win. They have to win games. Yep. And, you know, Brett has done, he did a remarkable job when he was at uh, Wisconsin. Yep. And, you know, I know he went to Arkansas and now this is Big Ten territory again. And he did, he mentioned about trying to lock up the state and, Iowa's just been a thorn on Illinois' side, but it's also Michigan, uh, Northwestern, and Notre Dame. You know, those are all of the places that they've struggled with. But when you look at the big picture, in your honest opinion, knowing him as a coach, and you can, you and I both know, because our job is recruiting. That's one of our, you know, a big part of our job. Yep. Do, you, do you think he'll be able to turn around based off what you just said? I know you said he's a year or two away, but can you see the change in the – I guess the vibe, I guess, with the recruits with Illinois um, in, in, I guess, this last year in, in the 2023 class? 
Oh yeah, you're you're seeing you're going to see more kids that just consider Illinois that make visits there and 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 uh, and really you know show more of an interest, a strong interest. And here's the other thing that 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 he can do as well that that I think he's doing already is you can rebuild a little bit through the transfer portal too. You can go get kids, um, you know, like they've got the quarterback that came in this year um, that, that may end up being the starter. Uh, and you can kind of meld things together and kind of between the, the, the high school kids and the, um, and, and the, the kids that are in the portal and, and rebuild, I think quicker uh, than you have in the past. And, um, so I think he's he's doing a really good job. You know, I, I thought it was interesting. He got a got the quarterback from Oklahoma that's that's getting some accolades as well. Uh, it seems like he's a good fit. I just think here's the thing that I think Brett's going to really want to do. He's going to want to build a, a a really good offensive line, and he's going to want to build kind of a, a a solid defense that's that's going to make you work. Uh, and but he wants that big offensive line so he could get a back that can just do like they did at Wisconsin. You know, that's that's his that's his MO. That's what is good for him. That's what fits his style is big offensive lines that run the football, do a little play action and play good hard nosed defense. And that's, you know, it, it this one's more of a challenge than Wisconsin because Wisconsin was set up you know, Barry Alvarez right. hired and it was in good shape. Illinois was not in great shape when he takes it over with Lovey. It just wasn't, it wasn't, in, it wasn't in uh, prime shape. And so he's got more of a rebuild to do here. I, I hope Illinois fans are patient with him because I think he'll, he'll get it done. You I know, really when you look at the programs, I, I think of three programs in the big 10, well, two that are successful, Wisconsin and Iowa. Yeah. Because that, that style of play, like they're looking for pro-star quarterbacks and everybody else is looking for that dual-threat quarterback except for Iowa, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Yep. That's, and that's tough. So, I mean, do you think that, I guess, long-term that that'll work out? Because it has for Iowa. And I know you mentioned to me before, we talked about it off-air, that um, if – you know, Kirk fans decide to retire. A lot of Iowa fans was kind of hoping that Brett was that guy because it's the same system, you know, yeah. the big offensive line. And and you're right, they're going to run the ball down people's throat. I mean, you can see it, even in his recruiting, that's what they're doing. But do you think that that can work along with what Iowa's doing in, in Wisconsin with Brett? Oh, yeah, I absolutely think it can work um, because it's just he he knows the formula, right? He's he's done it at Wisconsin. He knows how to how to uh, build a program and, and maintain a program. It's just a matter of getting that breakthrough, and that could come this year. You know, where he gets them to a bowl game or something like that, then that you build that momentum, uh, and that's all it takes is one kind of breakthrough year, and then he really, I think, can start get it getting it rolling where he's in that top portion uh you know in the conversation for the big 10 west title it, although we won't have yeah. I don't think after <laughs> after uh, 20 after next year i don't think we have a big 10 west i think we have a the they're going to do away with the divisions and everything so it's going to be Different. very interesting you know that's a whole nother story about you know the if they with football schedules when they they're going to do the three rivals and then 
Yeah, you know, so Iowa and Illinois won't play every year, probably more than likely. Why do you say that? If, if you if you're looking at rivals, so who? who pardon me. Because Iowa has three trophy games, and that's not against. Who's your trophy games? Is it? I know Minnesota. Who's your other two? Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Nebraska are the three trophy games. That would just be awful, and I like the fact you know I know, um, I know. at the start of the show we talked about. Um, getting to that part and how how that affects recruiting, but I I I I don't like it, I guess, but I understand it. Um, but to me, I mean, there's no trophy, but that rivalry is one of the best. I personally, and Tom, I could be wrong if I'm wrong. Just say, hey, Ked, you're wrong. But I know why the rivalry is there with Nebraska, and I get that part of it, but. I kind of struggle with the Minnesota part, and I could see that game being easily replaced with Illinois. But no, there's too, there's much, too much history with the with Rosedale. So let me ask you this then. So how do you think now that UCLA and uh, USC joined the Big Ten, Yeah. how do you think that will affect recruiting? Because i tell you what, I, the one thing I do like about it is the, the TV market, and it's, I think it's going to be a lot easier – to, the Big Ten Network was huge to begin with. And now mm-hmm. that you have those two teams out there, you know, you're going to be able to easily sell a recruit to say, hey, you know what, your games, all your games are going to be on TV. It doesn't matter. We can't say, you know, it's the distance is an issue anymore. Do you think that's going to play? And also, will it help Iowa and, or Illinois or all, any Big Ten teams in, when it comes to recruiting? Because California is a big state. Yeah, and there's a lot of talent there. And some of those kids will want to go to a premier conference. And one of the premier conferences will be the Big Ten. The other will be the SEC. There's going to be no other conferences that compare to those two. Those are going to be the best of the best, right? They're going to be the number one uh, and number 1A or 1A, 1B, however you want to term it. They're the top two conferences by a lot. And um, it's interesting because Iowa is starting to recruit like Arizona now. Um, and they're going to start trying to recruit Colorado more. And they really haven't, I mean, although their starting quarterback, Spencer Petras is from California, they're really kind of, and they got a kid um, last year, cornerback uh, TJ Hall from, uh, from California. But by and large, they have not recruited California very heavily. Uh, now that might change. It might be worthwhile to go out there because you might be able to get some kids that could help you. And uh, but it's going to depend on the schedules too and what they do. You know, are they going to give do the three rivals? Are they going to do like scheduling pods? Like have four teams in a in a pod? Have like Iowa, Nebraska as the two most West Big Ten teams pod up with USC and UCLA? And you know, so Iowa would play a game in LA every year then. Uh, you know, if you play just those those three teams in that pod, um, it would be interesting. I But I don't know how they're going to do it. I, we might get some more answers, you know, eventually. Uh, but uh, well, let me ask you this. You and I are the exact same age. And when this news first came out, I struggled with it. I, went to, I didn't like I did it. Too. I did, too. too. I did, too. I thought it was a joke. I thought so. I I, uh, I, I saw it. Uh, somebody sent it to me and said, what do you think? And I was like, I, I thought somebody was like, it was a fake John Wilner Twitter account or uh, somebody hijacked his, uh, his uh, Twitter feed and he didn't really post that. 
and and then finally I saw other people confirming it and I was like, holy cow, it's really happening. But it, once I saw it and I thought about it, then I was like, well, this makes total sense. You know, this is this is the, the Big Ten firing back from last year when Oklahoma and Texas went to the SEC. This is the Big Ten grabbing the two, the, the media market. And, you know, they're in the, and that's why the, and it explains why the TV thing had not been settled when it was talked about being done maybe in May, uh, at the end of May, Memorial Day. Now you understand why they they waited because, you know, now this TV deal is going to be, instead of like 70 million, it's probably going to be closer to a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Per school. And that's just, it's unreal money. It right? is. And, and money that you can't turn down without a doubt. Um, I, I agree. And that's, you know, again, this is all new, you know, and for me, like I said to you, Tom, I, I really struggle with it, but do you think, because I, I know what name or school you're going to mention, do you think the Big Ten is done? If so, what two teams do you see? I, I know Notre Dame is going to come out of your mouth. Notre Dame is number one. That's the that's the white whale, right? That's the great white white whale, the the great white buffalo, however you want to term it. They're the the unicorn that they they have sought forever. Uh, it was Jim Delaney's muse forever that Jim Delaney couldn't get it, uh, you know, and he finally got frustrated and stopped trying to talk to Notre Dame into coming to the Big Ten. And Notre Dame's only – here's what's going to happen. The SEC is going to make sure that Notre Dame continues to be at the playoff table as a solo act mm-hmm. because they don't want to make a situation where Notre Dame has to go join a league or a conference because they know that Notre Dame is not joining the SEC. It's just not a cultural fit. The Big Ten is the perfect cultural fit for Notre Dame. Exactly. All, all, all respect to the ACC um, – if I'm the Big Ten, I go out and I also get Stanford. They're per, they're a good fit uh, for from the academic side of things. They play Notre Dame every year, so you're going to add Notre Dame and USC, two teams that play Notre Dame every year. Go along with all the the, the Michigan's, Michigan State, Purdue, uh, Ohio State's playing Notre Dame this year, uh, you know, in the two game series. So. Um, you've got other traditional teams that face Notre Dame quite often. So, um, you know, just think though, what this is going to add to the league, if they got Notre Dame, I mean, how big would Illinois Notre Dame be if Notre Dame came to Champaign? I mean, that, that's a big, huge freaking deal. I mean, Iowa and Notre Dame have a great history back in the fifties playing each other, uh, some great games. And it would be, that's the number one, whenever you, I, I ask on our message board, it's the number one non-conference game you'd like to see Iowa play. It's always Notre Dame. Yes, number it one. is. And now you're going to get to also, you know, periodically, maybe once every four years, you're going to play in the, the Coliseum against USC, or you're going to play against UCLA at the Rose Bowl. I mean, those are big venues. That's, I mean, exactly. you know, it's just, there's so much value to it. And that's, that's why I think Stanford, because, it's, it's a world-class uh, um, academic institution. It's right there with Northwestern. It's kind of, you know, the, the pinnacle of things. And, and the Big Ten likes to, you know, they've got all the, uh, these, these things are all about um, funds for grants and research and everything too, the, the billions of dollars that they get every year. So it's, Stanford just makes total sense to me. 
one of the other things I like about with the Big Ten, I know you mentioned the academics, but you look at sports, and I'm going to say women's volleyball and um, basketball because yeah. they're in the Big Ten. And so that's why I agree with you. I mean, I'm not a big Stanford fan of joining the Big Ten, but from what the Big Ten stands for and, and what they're about, Stanford does make sense because academically it is it's a great institution and you know the Big Ten you know holds themselves higher than everybody else or or, or like to and so I get that part and then because if you let's just say a school like Duke you know I know that's ACC but they're not good in all those sports and so that would that wouldn't be attractive and I also I mean I know people are saying well okay well Rutgers wasn't um, Rutgers wasn't that bad, and I still kind of think, hey, you know what? That was a, you know, that was wild that they came in, but you know what? They're holding their own, and also in all sports. I mean, they're really competing in all sports. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Again, I, I'm just used to the old school, and I know Penn State's been in the league forever now, and I still don't consider them. A part. They're they're in the Big Ten. I get it, but they're just not the traditional schools. I know Kendall Gill mentioned that a couple of days ago too. It's different, especially for guys who's you know that's played in the Big Ten. It's changed, but everything in the world is, and I think right now a lot of it's money driven, and the schools well, need the money. The answer to all your questions is always money. When yes, it, comes it to is. Money. The answer to all your questions is always money, and that's that's the way it is today. And um, you know, it's it's going to be. Is it going to be weird when we're having like? media day at, uh, you know, in Chicago and having the USC and UCLA there or something or Indianapolis. Yeah. It's going to be strange, but, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. The thing I, I worry about a little bit is just, you know, the, 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 the players, because what if you're got a, you know, a Tuesday night game out at Pauley pavilion on a Wednesday, uh, against UCLA, and you're Iowa or Illinois, and you got to charter back and go to class the next day. That's I mean, tough. And that's, it's, it's the same way for both programs, or I guess not both programs, for all schools. I know you mentioned Iowa and Illinois, but that part is tough. And I don't know, um, and for the people out there listening, yes, they have tutors that follow them, you know, but it, it's tough because some coaches, not all, when you go on a road trip, no matter what time you get in, you better be at class the next day. Yeah. And that is tough because, you know, you're tired and you just, you know, you get that long plane ride home and, you know, the practicing before. So I'm sure they're going to come up with something. I'm sure the uh, the athletic directors, you know, will come up with a game plan to make sure that this works, I guess. But, again, it's new. I'm kind of excited to see, not just the Big Ten, I know you mentioned the SEC, what teams, you know, are they going to pick from and who's going to leave. And, you know, some of the schools, like I'm going to use Kansas, that, that's tough because they're not attractive. They're just good in basketball. So what happens to a school like Kansas? So Or Iowa State? Yes. Because mm-hmm. Iowa's not going to really – and Iowa's not going to welcome them to the Big Ten. They're no. not. They're just not, nor should they. You know, I'd, I'd say the same thing if the shoe was on the other foot. You know, it's not an anti-Iowa State thing. It's just reality that you don't want another school in your conference and you're a small state. It's just – Yeah, that's true. You're looking at Iowa – Illinois Northwest is a little different because the state is, is, is much bigger. So I know yeah. this is an Illinois, you know, uh, podcast, but for the listeners out there who are from Iowa, can you give the Iowa fans a glimpse of what you think uh, Iowa will be in football this year? How good do you think they'll be? And, 
you know, and how far do you think they'll go and what mm -hmm. things that, you know, you're looking forward to in the Big Ten in general? You know, for football, I did my prediction piece, and I, I don't know that you saw it because I normally would have heard from you if you if you saw it. I I picked Iowa to lose to Illinois this year. Why did you? I'm I'm just curious. I think I know why. Do you want me to say why I think so, or do you want you want to go first and tell me why you picked them to lose? Well, it, it's the game. I, I Iowa plays Michigan the week before, and I picked Iowa to beat Michigan. So. Um, I just think it's kind of a, and it's right before their bye week. Trappy. So I just, it's, it's trappy. And I think Bielema will have them sky high for that game. And I just, you know, the wind will be blowing or something, you know, it's just something, it's just going to be one of those games. Well, let's just say this though, in all fairness, Illinois, other than a year, Illinois, when, when Lovey Smith was coaching, when Illinois got beat 200 to zero, um, it when They've been competitive. I mean, yeah. one thing about Brett Bielema, even last year, they lost games that they that, that they let slip. They could have easily won six, seven, or eight games last year. The Iowa game, they were competitive. And that's yeah. what I look at when the fans talk to me about recruiting and building for the future. You know, you look at games where they got to be 55 to three and four. Brett's team competes. And they do that because, like you said at the beginning of my show, they defend and they, and they use ball control. That's why I'm not really panicking about what, what he's going to do. But anyway, I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say that about Illinois and Iowa. No, I, I just, just a funny feeling. Just a wow. funny feeling that it feels trappy uh, to me. Now, if Iowa gets beat by Michigan, I think they're going to beat Illinois. So, but I wish I knew who Illinois was playing, playing that week. I might as well go do some research myself. So, <laughs> who do you pick? Maybe it's the last year. To, to I, I really got Iowa losing two games in, in the regular season, though. They go, they go to Iowa goes to Ohio State too. So I've got Iowa winning the Big Ten last. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that. I've not really put much in stock into it yet. I will August first because I know you know training camp's going to be coming up. So you have them winning the Big Ten West. Okay. Regardless of this is the Illinois podcast, where do you think Illinois will in in the Big Ten West? Oh, I think they're going to a bowl game. I think they're probably, you know, seven and five this year. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not being honest. I agree. People don't see that. The transfer portal, and I just know there's a buzz going around when you talk to some of the players and some of the coaches. I see that too. And that's what I think has to happen. You know, I will say this. The one thing I, I feel good about Brett Bielema is this. They're not just going to go seven to five. And then if they, even if they do have a losing season next year, it won't last long. I think when I look at what I want Illinois to be, I've said this on many a podcast, wrote many articles about it. I want Illinois to be what I was. You know, they are just traditionally good. You know, I know there's times I've been in the fans and I've read message boards where fans want to fire him, but that guy is consistently their time and they're going to win and they're going to compete. Yeah, they can start. Uh, Illinois can start 4-0. Easily. I think and, so too. You know. The Virginia game will be tough, but um, I think they can they can win that one. And and um, I, I just looked it up. Illinois is at Wisconsin, so that's a huge game for them too. With Brett going back to Madison, October first. Um, but you know they there's some winnable games late. I mean I, I think you know Michigan State's going to come back to earth a little bit. You know um, Nebraska Michigan game. I want I want I want the Michigan games. What I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Illinois fans. 
you know, they've had a lot, a lot of fun with Michigan when it comes to basketball. That would be a huge win for the program. At Minnesota, the Minnesota game the week after Iowa is going to be a huge game for Illinois, I think. Well, I know last year Illinois beat Minnesota, and I know um, Minnesota was surprised, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I like the way the schedule set up. And every team, I think, is going to have one of those games. And I just don't know who that's going to be against. But to start the season out in my conference schedule, losing a game wouldn't be good. So, you know, and I know what happens. I know they got blown out last year and they went to, to Virginia. But you got to win the game you're supposed to win if you're going to compete. And I think they'll do that. Well, Tom, yeah. listen, I want to thank you for joining me on my podcast. Absolutely. I appreciate it. You know, um, I know there's that big rivalry between Illinois and Iowa, and I know fans think that um, there's no chance that, you know, Iowa's going to be the Illinois, Illinois is going to be the Iowa. The rivalry is fun. I don't want to see it go away. I mean, I really and truly don't, but I know it won't go away, but I'd like to see them play every year. At least in, in basketball, we'll, we'll get one for sure, but hopefully. But in football, that would definitely stick, especially if Bielema turns it around. Yeah. Gotta gotta keep that game going. I enjoy it. Well, fans, make sure you subscribe to Kids Recruiting Roundup. We have all the information you need all year long. If you don't have a membership, please go to lineguys.com where we'll keep you covered with all the update recruiting information. Tom, thank you for joining me again. Yeah. I truly appreciate Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Love doing it. Anytime. Yep.